0: This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shi'urim and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Um, we finished the Hakdamot Sefarim about Sefarim, and now we're ready for Eshel Tzvarim. The first one is a Ramban. It's on page 909. Um, the Ramban... Uh, it, deals with the issue as why, on the cusp of going to Israel, is it the right time to remind Christ of all the things they've done wrong. So he said, So actually, Dvarim is going to explain the Torah, but before he starts that, I'm going to say him, he began listing all the things they did wrong. How much? They rebelled in the midbar. And how much was forgiving. That's the order to, to tell them, these are the baruchu did. So that's um, one point. Secondly, He also was kind of, this was his final chance to warn them about not repeating all those mistakes, and uh, and doing all those things wrong, so that they not become destroyed. And then he says a third point, which is sort of a takeoff over these points. <speaking in Hebrew> he wanted to strengthen them. He wanted to strengthen them. You know, coming to Atisral is a tremendous responsibility. Atisral is a place that's not Baruch Hu's uh, front yard, so to speak. You're on a showcase all the time, and nobody wants to be there because you say he's setting himself up for failure. Listen, whatever I'm going to do, it takes one mistake and I'm gone. So, so, t- it, it, so conquering Atisral is a losing proposition. <inaudible> So that's why he, he said I could who is forgiving and forbearing, and wants to help people, and that's and and don't worry about any failure. Kaddish will forbear. There's there's an akuda here that's important, a, a bigger perspective about slichah mechila and so on. The um, you know there's a type of attitude. When we, when we um, have a grudge against somebody, justified, unjustified, so when we forgive somebody, it's kind of because we don't care so much anymore. Um, you know, you let go, you don't have cause to have so many grudges, um, time has dampened your sense of wrong, the person did, and so on. By Karish Baruch those things don't exist, and, and understanding forgiveness in that way is wrong. I was once sitting next to an Arab, an Israeli Arab who had made Yerida and went to America, and he was coming back from a visit to Israel, to his family and so on, so, you know, we had 12 hours to talk about life things, and one of the things he spoke to me about was Islam, and one of the things he explained to me was that Allah is an Rahman, um, and he asked him, I know what Rahaman is, so I told him no. I mean, I obviously guessed that it means Rahman, so it's close enough. So he said, imagine, you know, sometimes you have a neighbor, you get into a real nasty fight, and then, you know, time goes by, and the, the guy comes out and says, yeah, well, uh, what's the difference? Let's shake on it, and we'll kind of make a hafla, and we'll be okay. That's what Rahman means. That's a very, very primitive way of looking at it, and it's something which is wrong. It's it's the that that's a weakness. That's because our memories fade, our emotional memory fades. Uh, we need it to survive on, but, but it's not it's not the justice. It, the, the picture of Baruch Hu is a whose aim is to get us to the good. And part of that is to hold us very accountable for our actions, to get us to the good, not not on a free ride, but actually earning it, deserving it. That's part of what Akashbar Baruch Hu wants. HaKadosh Baruch whose um, mahalach of getting us to the right and to the good is with Midas Adin, but if we fail, if we can, if by if by giving us a line of credit, we can write it, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu does that. In other words, forgiving is to bring us to the good. So let's say, imagine I'm the perfect teacher, and a student did wrong. I'm not just going to forget about it. But let's say I see the student with, is changing, would like to change, and it's just that he can't bear to pay off what he's, you know, for for what he's done wrong. That's where forgiveness and forbearing comes into play. It's similar, I guess, to the concept of bankruptcy that exists in a. Um, in, in the secular system, uh, in the secular financial system, you say, listen, this guy is never going anywhere with his debts. No one's going to get the money back, and he's not going in place. He's gotten to a point where he just can't. We need to let go of all that, and he will be economically productive in some other way. Okay, the next PASIK is, it says, a yardein mo'av, uh, be, Moshe began explaining the Torah in Eivar Ayad. Hol Moshe Be'er. So the Ezra says, Shnayim pa'alim oivrim So this is a grammatical point that he makes. Um, you really find two verbs that are transitive verbs. In other words, as opposed to is, a verb in the nature of doing something, would normally grammatically require a Vav. When I say Chaim ran eight, I can't say ran eight, A-T-E, I have to say he ran and ate. Um, so um, the, the, the so he says, no. So he says these are two pa'alamos, two transitive verbs, the vakim the law Vav. They are meant to be both um, both of them applying Moshe began explaining, but he says you find it v'chein He says it, it's a form, it's a format that the Torah sort of does you sometimes. One point. Then he says, what's the point of it? <laughs> Moshe is doing a repeat performance for the next generation. So that all the kids that were not at Har Sinai did not live through these events. Are now getting the original story from Moshe Rabbeinu. So Moshe is chasing over the Torah not as a Chazara for the people who were there, which almost nobody was left anymore, and all these people, um, you know, had had died out in the Midver, but rather for the new generation, it sort of brought them back um, a generation before and uh, you know made them uh in, you know made them closer to the to the event. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> says the same thing. Moshe wanted to recount all the mitzvahs and <laughs> the Fisha because the others heard the record of Kashbarhu, Khazam repeated to the children so they can hear it from him. Even though they had heard it from their parents and believed in it. My children. There was an advantage to having Moshe, who is the one that everybody believes and believes to be, you know, PM, hear directly from him. Um, it's very interesting. Um, you have you have a concept. Uh, it says that you, for Hakel you bring the little children to give schach to the person who brings them. It says, what do you bring little children for? They don't understand to bring schach. You, 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 there is there is an Indian. You bring a kid to see a, a goddle that you're not sure if he'll ever be able to see or hear him, in a, you know, when when he'll be an adult. And the sense is because. The, um, um, you want him to have some sort of sense of the original, even if you didn't understand it or get it, but the closer you are to where it's coming from um, the more it is it, 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 it's, it's some sort of ratio on the person okay next one is Ramban it says, Hashem spoke to us in Choref, it's very unclear in the psukim, there's a mishmash of using the word Choref and Sinai as being interchangeable. Are they one and the same? Are not one and the same? Just just getting a sense of it. So the Ramban says like this, Al-Daiti Chorev She-Mokom Chorev Sinai. Shashom Yos Yisrael is the surrounding area of Har Sinai. That's, let's uh, mm-hmm. do the, the little quote, it's called the suburbs of Sinai. A-Chorev. Kamid godol V'Sha-Mahar she ha Sinai. So... The, the midbar is a huge midbar. Inside it, you have the mountain that God who wanted, and that's called Sinai. So it's called midbar Sinai because it's shivas is that it's around Sinai. The Ephsher Shagamahar Gama Sinai. It's possible that both the mountain and the Midbar is called Sinai, The word Sinai can come from snare, which is the bush. And it could be there was a place called ha-chorev, a specific place. That is Harakim chorevah they came to ha-chorev, where Harakim was. And the snare was on this mountain, and Moshe was a chorev. And he goes through different possibly the mountains called out and so on and so forth. Then he brings the next paragraph. Mm-hmm. Um it, 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 it's a remes that Chorev was the place where the where the base where the Mishkin was and it they did not hear there either. So Sinai is our Sinai. And Chorav is the place where the Mishkan is. Barak, um, Babron, the Bunnezir says that Chorav is har sinai. Horav is Sinai. chhorov by yogash yesha masneh. Um it it means dry. In other words, it's interchangeable sinai, chorav. So you have your when your kid asks you what is what is Choref, it either is interchangeable for sinai or it is the area surrounding Sinai, uh, surrounding Har Sinai, where Har Sinai is. Okay, let's take a look at the next one. It says, Moshe Rabbeinu was complaining, Eichor esolevadi um how can I possibly carry Torchachem, your burden, Masachem is also your burden, Rivchem and your fighting. So um, Masachem, the burden... Is he types it as a middle piece? He says that you got to feed them every day, and the fighting is with each other. But terchachem has something very interesting. Giz- az- l- the word Torah means a difficult task, an uphill task. Le-hovin to teach stupid people the mitzvahs, in other words, it, it, there's a sense of frustration. You know, when you have to feed so many millions of people, that's a burden. But it's not frustrating, it's just very, very, very hard work. But when you have to try to um, teach somebody who's not smart, um, who, who doesn't understand, um, and, and, and just not, you're not getting any place, that's a Because A is, is something which is frustrating work because it's largely unsuccessful. Okay. The next um one is Lo Sekuru Parim that Mishpat. Um it says you should not um you shouldn't um favor one person. Um Lo Sekuru Parim, I love You know, let be scared of any person ki a mishpat la kimbu because it's a karish baruch who's mishpat lo karish baruk. What does that mean? he says don't favor one person, and you know, sort of, uh, don't pass wrong. So it says like this: "Kan Mishal Kim Hu, Mashaatem Donim Lebe Adam Ina Mishpat Ladam, Shim Atem Mechai VeLeAdam Shlakidim Harakaris Baruch Hu Yishalom Lo Mitzar Acher, VeNimzahatem Chayim, Shein Mishpat Zel Oso Shechiyavtem Kim LeLo Kim SheOso Yishalom Hashloshatim Meru." I mean, here says an incredible chiddush. He says like this. The, 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 the best in conducting it in Torah and paskoning is actually, is actually um, in some way, um, what's I would involved or engaging in hashkocha. We have two systems here that can overlap or... And sort of collide. Akharisparu who makes exera, Ruben should have this amount of money, Shimon should have this amount of money. That's what Kharisparu wants. That's his hanhaga. That's his hashkacha. That's how he would like it. Mishpat is supposed to assist in that process, meaning Akharisparu allowed us to be part of that process and to make those determinations ourselves. It says that if that a, a diet who's done in Torah L'Amitoy, he becomes a Shutaf to my Sebratius, because he's imposing the, the will of Akadosh Baruch in the Bria as it is. So if two people come in the Torah, and I pass can right, so what Akadosh Barucho wants has happened through me, and I become a partner in in So shmens, schmends. came, if, if I pass can wrong, then what I'm doing is I'm stealing from the right person, Akharish Baruch who is going to is is going to write it. But then what's happening is he's giving money where he doesn't want to. In other words, this person is getting is, is getting money from another place. It's not a, I, what I did is I distorted Hashkoch and Ratzakharish Baruch. So pass getting wrong. Is 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 sort of a corruption, or or or, or it's, um, it's, it's sort of uh, it, it's twisting a kaddish baruch Hu's out of shape, and and therefore I need to look at it as interfering with Hashem rather than just wronging a person. It's very interesting. There's a Chazen ish. I don't remember the details of the story, but I remember the outlines in Elamishpatim. In, in the um, there was some sort of case, something happened, something passed wrong, and the Chazanish made some comment as it's, it says the Zohar, the Zohar by Ela Mishpatim, says these are the Gilgulim, and more or less the point was a Baruch Hu writes the wrong and and in, 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 uh, in the world of Mishpat, so if I lost money to somebody. Quote, unquote, unjustifiably, it may have been that I took unjustified from somebody else. And therefore, um, you, you know, it came from one place, it went to another place, and so on. Um, in one of the areas where people sense hashkaha is, you know, sometimes you have a subject about certain money. You should take it, you shouldn't take it. Um, a friend of mine told me once, he came from a citizen background, where they didn't take money from the government, governments, whatever it was, a certain money they didn't take, and there was a certain money that he decided to take, certain allowances, whatever, and he took. And he told me a long time after this, you know, he said, I um I made a shum how much money I got in and how much money um did I have unusual and strange unexpected expenses. And it's almost a wash. And people also notice you 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 know you it, it, there's a hashkacha that works in this um, money is fungible so you if you if you get money unjust in one place it flows out another place but for a Dayan, he's he's being Matriya Rasha, meaning he, he's he's perverting the hashkacha in a way that it that it was meant to be. And the idea that, uh, is giving the mit right is, uh, but, so but it's going work it's gonna be untwisted right you're not right, to so be untwisted, but you're going to um you're going to have to um but you did wrong by being quote unquote means you know opening up a child you didn't want you didn't want it to be that way okay um next one it says the um Your children who don't know good and bad, meaning very young children. Now, the statement is not absolute. This is a very interesting point. Many, many times Balmussar will use the Torah statements and deduce things from the fact that it's an absolute Um, You know, they'll say, if the Torah says this, it must apply in every single instance. Now, that, and the it includes even X, Y, and Z, and a lot of times it almost leads to an absurdity. The, um, so for instance, the Torah Torah says two brothers cannot be witnesses. The assumption is that they will lie, the witnesses, or or you can't testify against a brother. So some will ask, well, what about Moshe Rabbeinu, will he also lie? And then the answer will be, oh, of course, the Torah says the Torah meant even most. the Moshe, didn't say except for Moshe. That's wrong. The Abenezer says it in many places, Rambam says it. The Torah is, it is fine to interpret the Torah as meaning, generally speaking. You cannot tailor laws to be specific down to every single one and say the good events. So it says... Moshe Beinu says, and your children who don't this the good and bad. Well, there were some half-grown children. There were some after-bar there, there, there were some 18-year-olds. So he says, al-rubam divarakasah, al-rubam dibarakasa. The Torah is talking about most of the kids were young yet. But, but you certainly don't have to interpret it that there was no, not one single person. Um, and and, and there's, there's sort of a, a mistake people make. They say, well, since the Torah is absolute, you can't say the Torah makes some mistake, and so on. That's twisting it because. There's a phone call. Yeah. Okay. So if the if the Torah meant to, to, so 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 there's a mistake there in saying well if the Torah has to be absolutely true, then every statement is absolutely true. It's absolutely true in the sense that the Torah presents itself as being absolutely true. So if the Torah presents itself as meaning something absolute, you have to believe it like that. But if the Torah if the, I mean, as it says you may interpret things like this as being alpirov. there's no problem with that. One more piece, let's take a look, a very interesting piece, in Surah Ha'af. It says, um, there's a whole piece over here, the Amim sat there, they were a great nation and very strong. The Reform were like the Anokim, and the Moabim called them Amim, a whole history of the piece of land that would become our Israel, which really, really is of no interest to us. What, what do we need it for? So he says like this, Because Akash Prabhupada told Maisha, al-tratzetz mo'av, and or we were told not to badger mo'av, not to, in, in any way, attack or fight. So, um, so the passage is giving us a reason why. The says really, Avram's children should have had it, but it was given to Lot instead. And he says, why? Or what's the rationale? He says, this was a place inhabited by strong and fierce people, and that's why the Moabim called them Amim, the terrorists. (laughs) V'ina Hashem also a of Neilot to Kvar Avram. Karesh made a nase to Neilot for Avram's sake. Be lehem, They were able to defeat them. Be Yoshem Ipnehem. And they can't get it. It's not something. You, if if a baruch made a nace, it's wrong to undo it. Um, there is a um, there is a, 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 a um, Zor that says like Ovid nisal a Kodesh Prokho does not do Nisan for nothing. I was once at a, um, at a, a Masiba, It was a Masiba spader for a, a couple that was living at the show, an American couple, Canadian actually, and they did not have children for many, many years and they were still childless when they left. The, um, the, the couple, they had had a pregnancy which turned out to be an ectopic pregnancy. Um, it almost killed the woman, and Mamish, w- with a nice goddle, they saved her. And we had a mischievous trader, and at that mischievous trader, Rab Chaim um, Brim's brother spoke. Rab Chaim Brim was a very, very big tzaddik, and he uh, was from Chot Rabbi was He was interesting. He'd learned in the Mir by and he was a Beyonce Chassid, and had sort of a mixture of both worlds. And he spoke. And he said that a kaddish baruch doesn't do nisim for nothing, and since it was a nase, what happened was a nase, then they are, then then they'll have Yeshua Metusheim. And it's very interesting. Years later, they actually they and her, have a family of children, and so on. But the concept of it's respecting Mais Hashem. Hashem, it, it, it was an incredible nase. We need to respect it. Um, the, the, you know, and that's what Yechosh, we said, it's also, it's one of, I guess we'll slip a bit into politics, of the people who were vehemently anti-Zionist, there also was a recognition, so some, Satmarov felt that all these Nisim should be understood as Mises and that was one approach, Many billion souls said, but a kachshavu did give it. The nisim are incredible, and we need to see it as a an ace, and therefore um, we need to sort of retreat it as a meis hashem. Um, and that was sort of the attitude: it, you can't just throw it back. In, in other words, to let go of it at this stage would is tantamount to to um, tossing a nace back in a Koshpohu's face. Yechoshev, um, he says, means, and that's the Taish in the Possek, almost, Reform, uh, means they are as Choshev. And that's why the Possek goes through all of this, to tell you what was, and, and, uh, and the fight that it was, and Akkadeshvara, who gave, and he says the same thing by Asap. Next paragraph says the Gurim Shamla from Josh the son of Funim and the Esafridzer la Gurim Joshisem be Josh tahta with miceness show him amra vaatsam va isa balagasam is khazekalem kashaosi srol ya sagrom shafrom shasasham kai khagarum kol so HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave one nation to Esau, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave it to them, the rest to Yisroel. Ve'en ro'yu liqzol mi eiservet One ought not to steal from Esau what HaShem gave him. KaHashem yiktzeh v'alago'ezum n'ach v'shifil yisparach. HaKadosh Baruch gets angry when you take something that he gave to the other people. KaHashem yiktzeh v'alago'ezum Yisroel ha'aretz ashechelam. Just as angry as he'd be on somebody that would steal from KaHad Um and then, and then it brings, and it finishes the same thing with Amon and so on. So basically, it says the very big, so that whatever you have a Maise Hashem, you see a Maise Hashem, you need to understand that it's it's sacrosanct. This is, this is something that something Baruch gave, and one does not have the right to take it away. Okay, will hold it here. I'm sorry.